Welcome back to another episode of Raw Raw Room Radio with OG Willikers. This week's guests are the guys behind Cold Rhymes Records, Height Keach, I Alive, and Mister, currently on tour together in support of the Computer Rocker album just released by Height Keach. But they all have new records and plenty of music to share. They've got this record label, they've got a podcast, they're on a nationwide tour, they have so much to share. They're a great example of what can happen when you team up with fellow artists and build together. Let's listen to this new track by Hike Keach. song we played was Zen on 10 from my new album. Uh, I'm Height Keach from Baltimore, Maryland. Uh, just played this very fun Santa Fe show last night. I got my man I Alive here with me. Yes, what's up? I Alive representing Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, Cold Rhymes Records. Uh, and I'm Mister. I'm in the shy guy seat. <laughs> I was told when we got here that the seat, the crimson seat in the corner, is the one that the shy guy sits in now, uh, and that's why I'm here, and that's why I'm projecting a little bit more maybe than the other two. <laughs> Mister Shy Guy. Mister like, Shy Guy. Like Weird. Welcome, guys. Thank Thanks. you. Thanks yeah. for being here. Rob Room Radio. Uh-huh. Ooh, you know I'm gonna reverb that part. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, uh, cool. So you guys are on tour. Yeah. Let's, uh, yeah, tell us about your music, and then we'll start. Well, then we'll, 
we'll work from there and then we'll talk about the tour and stuff oh a sure bit, but, sure yeah, yeah just you know who are you why um, are you here well <laughs> <laughs> i'm height again um i am from baltimore i've been doing music for a long time as we talked about a little bit before we started recording i'm trying to always do sort of a different as different as a of a feel as possible from album to album um uh the new album is kind of some wild rock and roll rap i guess you could say and um uh this new record was put together with these two guys here with uh mr as the lyrical co-star and um I, I live engineering it. I didn't know that part. So the album oh, is yeah. a collaboration. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Like I said, you know, I list. I hadn't met you, so I listened to the music. And when you listen to something, you don't necessarily know who's doing what. It's you're just taking as one piece. Yeah. And there's so much to kind of take in too. So you're like, you know, what when you're like this, trying to figure out what the artist is about too is this a solo album is this a i mean there's no such thing truly as a solo album everyone always works with mm. someone in a solo yeah album, yeah generally sure. generally uh but uh yeah so that's cool that's news to me right 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 you guys are fun because a lot of my guests i know a lot about and I, you guys are kind of like a mystery, mystery box. Man. so it's yeah. cool no <laughs> but yeah no like um on the last album i put out which is called Mind Moves the Mountain, uh, Mr. was the lone guest spot on there. And we kind of wanted to, like, keep that dynamic going. Like, he's on four songs on the new album. And, um, like, I, I don't know. I just thought that would be a cool thing to be, like, you're picturing these two guys in this universe or something. Like, I always like that with, like, e like E-40 albums. Like, like Be Legit is just always represented you know what i mean so like that's kind of what we were trying to go for is it's kind of like a band you know oh yeah i know i feel that yeah I man i got certain people that are always like oh i'm working on a new record oh you gotta get your feature in yeah yeah or oh i missed you this time oh you know but it's always a thing like like my new album i i have a track with every member of the oc as a feature at some point oh tight and uh, we we brought Anthonius in, and my album was is almost done. But I'm like, dang man, okay, I'm gonna squeeze one more track on my album. Let's get this done real quick. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So we're gonna get that done this week because the rest of the album is already in mastering phase. So this is like a crazy like trying to pull that off last but, minute. Yeah. But I think I can because <clears throat> I'm in charge of my album. Yeah. <laughs> so I can do whatever I want. <laughs> cool. Awesome. All right. So that's a little bit about you. Your music height when i yeah. say you uh, a little bit about your uh kind of stuff your your style is to change not really stick to one thing but, right, but right. you also you know are loyal to your team of course so that's cool yeah. and how many records have you done um i think i've released like 17 things that are either like eps or albums song collections and, yeah, yeah yeah and um yeah, over a like a, kind of a long period of time, like like two thousand was when my first solo album came out. Wow, 
So that's like, that's awesome, man. Yeah. So I've, two years, you got the twentieth anniversary uh, <laughs> re-release. Yeah, it's true. It's true. <laughs> I got to I I actually got to do something for that. I always forget about these things, but people like that stuff. Ten year anniversary, twenty year anniversary. That's a good excuse to promote something. Yeah. (laughs) Repackage something you've already made but still be able to promote it without coming off as uh like old. Like you know, like being like, (laughs) I know about that. Uh huh. uh -huh." But no, just like remix it. Change the album art a little bit with put a little twenty in the corner. (laughs) Add a couple of like B sides that weren't there before. Boom, you got a whole year of touring on that. There's a dude we played with on this tour, kind of a funny looking, like, white, young MC, and um, I won't say what city or anything, but um, I was telling them, I was like, if you open up a copy of my first album and look at the picture of me on the inside, I look exactly like that dude, <laughs> and they were like, no way, and then I, I cracked it open. I'm like, oh yeah, actually, yeah. you do look exactly like <laughs> I totally see awesome. Sure enough, there he was. <laughs> that's cool and the first album way back was what was the style of music then um that was very like like Ghostface and Capadonna kind of influence and like like oh cool it man. was uh I need to go journey through your catalog oh cool I, I mean I don't know how you would perceive it now but like no no at I the think. time that's like what I was thought I was doing but right <laughs> but right. uh it's um yeah, I guess it was very aggressive. Not not in a like I'm coming with guns way, but just in a like lyrical like yeah, just enter the energy. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Little bark in there. Yeah, little. and that was more like um, I I don't I don't know. That was the kind of thing where like I feel like you know how they say like you your whole life is like getting ready for your first album like yeah. I feel like it was kind of like that and then playing that stuff live like I, I started touring like really early in my life and I I started playing that stuff and it didn't really work live at all you know like like uh, so I, I'm still I'm proud of the record but um, it was like that kind of that style had kind of like a beginning and an end you know and kind of moved on from there I guess a lot of what I find myself being about, I guess, is is like kind of like blurring the lines with genres, and like, um, and not that I don't think any of us like set out to do that necessarily, but like, <laughs> I think it's about just representing yourself and and um, finding finding the most direct and authentic way to do that you know like um like <coughs> i don't know like I, th- I think a lot about how i feel more like, like i used to feel more like a rapper and now i just feel like a vocalist or something and it's just about like being a person and the person that you are and delivering what you have to say directly you know and, and um so i don't know i guess that's where that's where what I look at. Well, eighteen myself. years ago, you drop a record. I'm a rapper. I'm an MC. I'm right, in this right, hip hop right. game. I'm doing yeah. this. You do that for eighteen years. Maybe you're like, that's a lot of time to discover yourself as an 
artists. Absolutely. So that's yeah. yeah. So the fact and that you're still doing it, still going on the road, you're clearly deeply invested. Absolutely. So <laughs> maybe it's less frivolous in your head to define like I have to be an MC. I have to like no, like I do this for deep for whatever reason you do it. Right, deeply. right, right. But like yeah, you're not like what's a genre? You yeah. Know? Yeah, I feel that. That's great, man. And I think I think there was a, a point in me doing music where I was almost trying to be like too um abrasive with it like 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 let me hit you over the head with this rap that's in no category or or rap that isn't rap or something and it almost had like a more like confrontational edge to it you know like like if I'd be doing a more like boom bap kind of night and then I, I'd come out with my like weirdo shit it was like I don't know that that was almost like I feel like I was almost doing too much of that at, at one point. And now, now, I don't know, now I feel, especially like like the three of us working on this new album and this new set, I feel more like it's like the weirdo shit is there, but it's not, it's, I want to present it in a friendly way and not like, I don't want it to alienate people. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's kind of where I'm at with it now. No, I feel you. You don't want to. What's the point of getting on stage to do your thing if the people around you aren't vibing? Like, yeah, yeah. Like, you want to be true to your craft, but you also don't... I don't think anyone wants to make music that, like, makes people go away. Like, right. <laughs> I had this one song with my old group a long time ago, and we had this synthesizer noise, like a high-pitched squeal. <laughs> and uh, it was like this show looked like crowd clearer. <laughs> like like the song was cool but we just mixed it right later on like after we figured that out i just like mixed changed the mix he cued right, it out right, but right. we just something with that live version had a this tone that just went through the pa systems and and <laughs> no one would sit through the whole song We're like oh my god and my the guy who made the beat he's like no dude it's great i love it I'm like, i think and if he's listening you're probably learning something but i changed that even though he didn't want me to i'm like no way dude i will not <laughs> yeah. Like for some reason that squeal was like cool to him, and I'm like, no, like people hate that squeal. Mm. Like I got what he was going for, but it just was executed in a abrasive manner. Yeah, so, yeah. And that's kind of what you're saying. You were like, I was, I was going for this, but it was too abrasive. So right, I right, right. To, and last night you guys weren't abrasive. Yeah, was, yeah. You, know, you rocked. There was like some rock. There was like that energy, but it was refined. Right, it wasn't right. just like blah. That, I mean, it's crazy. Like on on this tour, being with these two guys, I I really feel like, you know, when we're only I guess we're like seventy days in or something, mm -hmm. but like I feel like I've learned more than I've learned in many other tours about like entertaining a crowd. Um, mm. Just just because like these dudes both have like a real good head on their shoulders about like about like how to how to entertain and how to make make something go off you know that's good yeah well, you missed our guy benzo he didn't make it last night but he's that guy mm. he's the everybody's like, wow yeah yeah exactly. wah, 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 wah. <laughs> like like and he has the voice and the spunk he's yeah so, like that dude's stage gold, like dynamite yeah yeah so we were sad he didn't make it but it pushed us because like, oh no, 
homie's not coming. Oh, we got to do that. We got to hype it up. Like, I just, like, stay in the back, make sure the DJ's on point and kind of hop in. But, like, I let the, like, guys who are good at being the lead guys be the lead guys. Yeah. Yeah. But gotta, you got to, you know, be the full package sometimes. I felt like you were <laughs> the lead guy in your own subtle way. But You know what I mean? I like, felt like I had to carry a torch that I normally wouldn't pick up. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. But fluid too, Eric. He and I are kind of the ones that have been guiding the ship lately. Yeah, yeah. You know, because people come and go and whatever. But he and I have been really hungry lately. So, so yeah, I think that's kind of a new dynamic that's developed. But it always forms changes. But enough about me. What about Mister I Alive? Yeah. <clears throat> let, let me ask. What's the, what's with the name? I like the name. I just I alive, yeah. I alive. Um, I think names are funny. I feel like when I picked it, I was like, "Yeah, this is the best." And then I just like feel like I've been hating it ever since. But I'm just riding with it. But um, I like it. No, it's it's cool. I feel like I was on some uh, heady stuff when I started. You know, thinking about like third eye and metaphysics and consciousness and stuff. So like. Uh, just being like, I don't know, the woke crowd, you know, 10 years ago, just thinking like, I alive and stuff, uh, kind of stems from that. I thought of right away, like, I, uh, like ayahuasca. Um, mm. But or, then yeah. I also like, I alive. Yeah, I mean, you can yeah. do it. Or I uh, live, because you're live, you know, like, yeah. you can play with that. So that's yeah. cool. I like that. It fits in a lot of rhymes nice, too. Live <laughs> rhymes with a lot of stuff. <laughs> Man, Willikers. I've, I think I ran out of rhymes in like the first <laughs> song I tried to riff off that with. Like, yeah, can't rhyme that anymore. <laughs> cool, man. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So tell us uh, about your journey. Yeah. Um, I'm from Philadelphia. Um, I guess I've been at this like a little over 10 years, but really only been going hard for the past three, three and a half. Um, uh, yeah, I put my, like, first solo record out in 2012, uh, self-released, and then, uh, put a follow-up out in 2015, <clears throat> then formed a crew with my man Darko the Super, he's in Philly, too, we do a little duo, uh, called the Hellhole Store, um, and, uh, we're on a cassette tape boutique label called Already Dead Tapes, uh, that's tight. And that's kind of how that bond formed, um, doing reunion shows with them and shows across the country with them. But, uh, And then I met these guys in, uh, I guess it was like 2015, yeah. Rap Round Robin tour. Uh, and they came to Philly, and some local friends of mine, the Static Brothers, were playing that. And uh, I was excited to come out. It just looked like a wild thing. The, the Round Robin... I don't know, you could probably explain it better, but essentially it's like the crowd sits in the middle and then everybody does one song, all the artists, and it's just continuous. So it's just like the energy doesn't stop. It's so great. <clears throat> wait, wait, say that again? It's yeah. like... I think I understand, but... Yeah, so we, we'll have like all the different stages and PAs set up around the audience, like in a circle around different the audience. Different stages? Yeah, yeah. So there'll be like a PA over there, a PA over there, and like... Like an old school jam battle? Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's like a light comes on. Over, it's totally dark. A light comes on over there. 
someone plays one song, light goes off, light goes on over there, someone plays one song. That and it's like, oh, yeah, that that was like one of the most fun tours ever. And we're, that's why I was like, clarify, because if, that, <laughs> if that's what I think it is, that sounds so yeah. cool. Yeah. <laughs> Cool, yeah, man. But that's anyway, I guess that's a tangent, but oh, yeah, I just yeah, feel yeah, like yeah. that's something I haven't really heard of too much, so that's cool. And that I just felt like that was the most original thing ever. Like just hearing about that, I was like, I gotta go, I gotta go see this. And then every performer that night was just amazing. Uh, and, and I saw uh, Height, and then I saw um, Mister's Crew, uh, Pasalacqua, uh, and and like I was just like, man. I gotta get down with these guys. They're they're so good. And like the music quality was good and the performance was good and and um I had been like building in Philly what I could, um uh doing my thing out there, but I could see that like these guys are doing what I'm trying to be doing, you know, they're on the road and it's like the quality of it all just feels like next level to me. So um so I reached out, um and I had Hike come up and play my album release show. Uh, he came up to Philly from Baltimore. How far is that about? Just like two hours. Yeah. Yeah, see, yeah. where I hear far. the desert, it sucks, man. <laughs> Everything's so far away. <laughs> yeah. You got you, East Coasters have it good on, for that tour circuit. It's definitely yeah, true. <laughs> yeah. It's very true. Me and my man were doing, like, uh, four-day tours. Just, like, if I could get off a Friday for work, we would do, like, Thursday night local go somewhere friday saturday sunday and you can do that on the east coast you know just like a little quick jaunt yeah man that'd be that'd be nice <laughs> but that's cool you guys are doing that of course take advantage of everything yeah. you can do to improve your careers yeah, yeah totally. so that's cool you guys got to link and do that yeah um yeah okay cool so where are you now like you're on this tour yeah yeah so it's the computer rocker tour um but this is my first tour since putting out uh time wave zero uh which was an album i collaborated with height on um it was my first time so that came out in november right october 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 um october 2017 uh, and that was, so I'm, I'm like a beat maker first and foremost. That's how, that's how I kind of got started. Um, and, but I've just really been vibing with Heights production in the past couple of years. It's just like very unique and like kind of some stuff that I would be making if I could, but it's just like, it's so original. Uh, so he, he kind of presented this idea to do a, a collaborative project where he, did all the production and I just was the MC on it. So it was both, it was new for both of us. Uh, we had never done that respectively, you know? So yeah, it's, um, it's nice to write on someone else's beat, isn't it? Cause, yeah. Cause I, I make a lot of my own beats and I'm, my album was going to just be my production and I made the whole thing and I decided about half of it wasn't what I wanted. Mm -hmm. And, but I needed to get this album done. It's taking forever. So I said, whatever, I'll just, I have a lot of beatmaker friends. Mm -hmm. I'll just go that route. And then it's cool. Then, you know, it's more communal effort. Yeah. But um, once I started writing other people's uh, beats, I realized, like, there's something freeing about Absolutely. just being the MC. You don't have to worry about, oh, is that, like, horn <laughs> sample? Oh, I should have used the other horn sample. Like, <laughs> yeah. oh, that kick, uh, you know, all that stuff. Yeah, it's like totally. you put your trust into another person that 
even if you had made that beat the exact same way, you'd probably question everything about it. But since since your collaborator that you trust makes it, you're mm-hmm. like, no, it sounds great. Yeah, you know, or maybe you have a tweak here and there, but in general. Yeah. I found that so freeing. I rewrote half my album in six months, and I'd been working on it for years. Oh, wow. But, I don't know. It's also my skills developing, but I have definitely attribute it to getting other beats from other people. Yeah. Just, just kind of shutting off the uh, producer brain. Yeah. Just, just be a writer. Just be an yeah, artist. I definitely agree with that. There was definitely some moments where I was just like... You, you, I mean, you nailed it. It's, you're shutting off the producer side of it. You know, you're just like, okay, well where I would normally, it's like I've like got to the point where these rhymes have stopped and I'm like, well, where do I go from here? Usually I'll be like, all right, well, I'll just work on the beat, change the beat to get more inspired or something. So I found myself like digging deeper and doing more like active writing, you know, mm. um, and just trying new things too as a writer, which was rewarding, you know. My <clears throat> the development i get in a point where if i write several songs in a row i'm like ah, i'm kind of using the same patterns i'm kind of falling into a pocket mm-hmm. so it's cool to be like no break that pattern yeah. do something way different try a different flow whatever it is right right so yeah cool. yeah and the tempos were different from what i usually do and like it was just like it was just yeah totally freeing it was a really really cool experience awesome yeah uh, well, we should definitely play some of your music, but do we want to oh, say yeah. anything else about your journey? No, we'll ask you the same thing we asked Hype. Yeah. Like, what are you about? What am I about? Um, I feel like just like as an artist, I've been trying to convey emotion and feeling. Um, I mean, I you know I'm from the I'm from the school of of hip hop and rap. It's like what what I came up on, what I grew up in. It's like what I know and what I do. Um, but I feel like in my pursuit of music and what I've been trying to do and just trying to, like, go after sounds or, or like, movements or, like, just feeling and emotion, um, I feel like it tends to push genre as well. Um, and uh, just, like, I've been playing more with, like, live instruments and stuff, too, and getting into that realm. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I think <clears throat> a lot of it is just self-discovery through music and... When you reach that, I think people connect with that too, and I think ultimately that's what I'm after, at least now. Nice man. Yeah. Well, what song would you like to play? Um, I feel like I could play a few off of the new one, but I think for the sake of what I seen last night, what people were connecting with, uh, maybe the the New Mexico crowd, Santa Fe crowd will do cold hard rock breaks. And this is off Time Wave Zero. We in the hearts. Word up. Won't catch me doing a millennial whoop. My perennial flavor dipping primordial soup. Flip accordion loops. While recording some boots that lack straps. Alternative facts still ain't the truth. Truth. My aim is contained and refined Classic as a Dodge Charger from 1969 80's baby left to find a way There ain't no rewind In a time of uncertainty when all leaders are blind Be it a pig or just swine 
a breed or a crime A creed or a cretins Written in a treatise to lie And I've been free floating since I was old enough to realize The moments bleeding into space from the time we arrived I stand as I alive, forged in the hallows and halls Of insufficient mystic energy, magic and balls Pulsing minds of the kids, tapping into the source Electric current vibration Creating a force, feeling the bang of the boogie and the hanging hooks of the chords, the dangling fruit of the future, majestic riffs of the chorus, an uncut stone on a ledge of a gorge that we might just smash up every night on these tours. We was out in the arts, allow us to talk, breathe, walk. We was out in the arts, allow us to talk, breathe. Yeah, so that was Cold Hard Rock Breaks, uh, which is a song I did on Time Wave Zero, which was produced by Hike Keach. Um, and I've been doing that song on tour, and I feel like it's been sharpening uh, in these talks I've been having with my man Mister here, who is just a killer presence on stage when we've been talking shop, but I feel like I've been tightening up with the conversations we've been having. I'm out of the shy guy seat, everybody. <laughs> hey. Can you fucking believe it? I was in the shy guy seat, and now I'm here <laughs> in the big boy seat. The shy guy seat's actually the most comfortable. It seat. is. It's. It is very comfortable. But so, for the sake writing. of this, I can see it. Cool, man. All right. So tell us about you. Oh boy. Um. Well, I'm Mister. I'm from Detroit, Michigan. Uh. I've been uh writing raps since I was. Uh, my early teens. Um, I went to um, high school in Maryland. Um, didn't know height at the time, um, but I was um, I was there for about five years. And in that time, I started um, writing these raps, but I, I didn't have any connection to um, local music. So uh, as the music, as my writing evolved, it sounds different than what I guess you normally hear out of like a Detroit MC. I feel like Detroit um, is such a unique place and I, I'm so proud to be representing the city based on the history. Uh, but sometimes people hear me and go, oh, you sound like a little different because I had influences from like my formative years, I guess, were like when Def Jux was really popping off and Raucous and Quantum and like all that stuff really informed me. I was like, looking up her magazine i was on sandbox automatic getting these pre-orders like that was they kind of opened the door for me for a lot of stuff um i uh been rapping ever since been performing pretty steadily since about 2009 um doing solo work then i started um with a blacksmith from the group coleman young we started a duo called pasalacqua um I had there was a big music showcase uh, in Detroit. It was the the Metro Times blowout. Um, it is kind of it's defunct now, but it was the biggest local music festival I think in the country for a while. Hamtramck is a city within Detroit, so you had just stro just rows and rows of bars, and you'd be like fifteen dollars for a wristband, and they would basically put a bunch of you'd submit like musicians would submit their their stuff, and then uh, the 
promoters would essentially pull these bands out of a hat. So you're never playing with your boys. Uh, it wasn't like you would you would curate the show they would curate it for you so you're playing with a lot of weird lineups and that was like my first foray into like performing the detroit music scene i was playing with a lot of indie rock dudes and i knew it was a big show so i was like i knew blacksmith from grade school and i was like yo um can you hype me for this i had never been had a hype man before that and he came on i knew he could rap and i knew he had like a good uh stage presence so we started doing a lot of those shows and at a certain point, it was like, you know, I have these songs for a solo project. They're not done. I don't know when they're going to get done. You mind, like, jumping on a song or two? And then we decided, well, we're doing so much stuff together. Let's start a group. Let's see what happens. Um, the EP came out, and in Detroit, there's so much stuff all the time. But for whatever reason, whether it was the name, Pasolacqua, or the artwork done by uh, a friend, Jerome, Hello Freaks out of France, or just sort of everything, or our... our uh, you know that are dueling styles but it really took to people and what started as a side project became my primary focus from about 2011 to uh 2015-16 um and now I'm transitioning back to the solo work um and uh again like building with height uh as far as this cold rhymes is concerned working with him on computer rocker was like such a great experience because um, I'm usually rapping over different stuff. And like we've earlier discussed, like height has a very unique style and I just did my best to compliment him in this project. And like I did, you know, like the, the, the cover, um, work and stuff. And it's been really cool to learn from him. Um, and we've, again, I've known him before I was even rapping back in like 2007, he was, uh, uh, playing with a group grand buffet, major forever shouts to grand buffet. Um, I met him there and then did he did you know like did some shows with past lacqua then we did this 2015 round robin tour we were on the road for two months with him and we really got to build and you know it's led us to talking to you right now start it short but i was like the, i got up i got some java joe's this morning i'm fucking i'm the chipper dude i never thought i'd be the chipper morning guy but fucking here i am everybody's like oh, i'm tired i'm like Wee! <laughs> Let's start the day. So I had to get it all out there, friends. There's a lot of shit. We got a lot of stories. No, oh, that was wonderful. Shy was... guy, no more. I guess the only thing I'll add is like, I love performing, and like I, uh, when Pass Lock was started, a lot of the rap shows would be so like machismo and a lot of like everybody flexing, and it was just like a very ugly, unattractive like vibe. Um, just to just feel like everybody was like waiting for their like why am I not on this show or like all the rap was like bitches sucking my dick I'm like this is like who would want to like this is like I'm a part of like I don't want to be here and like shows weren't fun because the fucking rappers couldn't perform and I'm like I'm all I'm it all just, sounds terrible yeah everything you just said <laughs> I know and it was a real buzz kill, kill man because like and so what like with the past Lockwood shows we started having fun with it we have a song called Tom and Bootsy where I was like one day I was like all right you know what I'm gonna do I'm gonna blow up the song was written because I couldn't I was having a writing block so I just there's a Tom Waits <laughs> database website and uh, bless the people that run it. They have every, like, one of his songs. Like, he talks about a lot of cities and a lot of people and all this stuff, but they have all the song titles in chronological, and he's been doing music forever. So I just started picking out song titles. So I got, like, 28 Tom Waits song titles in a 16-bar verse. Uh, 
Blacksmith did the same with Bootsy Collins. So I was like, all right, let's blow up these Tom Waits and Bootsy Collins heads, throw a little Velcro on them. And we started wearing these masks. And people were like, what the fuck? And then, like, I start, we start shooting confetti. That started with, like, the Mr. set. But it's like, let's have a good time. Like, the yeah. people last night, that show's never going to happen again. Like, those amount of people, that that group is never going to be together in the same room. So, like, let's enjoy it for what it is. And I like bantering with the people, especially if there's if it's a, a sparse crowd, because sometimes they'll feel uncomfortable. And it's about making the connection. And I love doing it. And, like, I'll put, I'll just scream and I'll, I was playing tambourine, I play tambourine and a lot less songs now. But in the beginning, I was whipping the shit so hard against me that, like, I had these, like, black bruises on my thigh because I just put myself I always felt like if I don't feel like I'm in a barf at the end of the set I didn't do a good job <laughs> so I'm like I'm really hard on myself on that um, and so I just enjoy performing and so being able to work with these with these uh, two guys has been a lot of fun um, melding our performance styles and then turning into something really unique man so many this is why it's like too bad you guys gotta go off to Denver for your Big tour date tonight. Phone but, calls, man. But I'm like, you Skype guys, it, bro. You guys, are so interesting. I, I want to talk to all of you guys for much longer than we have time to. Yeah. Um, but you remind me what you're saying about just like lightening it up and being fun. That's how I came into hip hop. I started. Yeah. I was a singer songwriter. I was like in rock bands and stuff. I liked hip hop. I listened to it, but I wasn't. I never considered myself like part of the culture i just i was a musician and i liked that music yeah but then i started making it for fun while i was doing my other stuff uh with a buddy like we'd just be drinking and like hey we're too messed up to work on the real album but let's like make a rap song like that'd be <laughs> like let's still make music but we don't it doesn't have to be for the the album yeah you know? yeah and uh we ended up making all these like silly raps ridiculous i remember after we finished the first one i just looked at my friend and i was like what did we make what is this like monstrosity of music that we created because <laughs> we were just making up stupid rhymes. It was before we were like trying to be writing lines. Really? We're like, yeah. this. it was more like, hey, I can kind of flow and say a bunch of nonsensical things that rhyme together uh-huh. and it's just like silly ass phrases and we just did that and then I'll fast forward the story uh, quite a bit. We ended up getting a show doing this uh-huh. uh, and I had I was nervous because I'm like, oh fuck, I'm not a rapper. I'm, I'm a singer songwriter. What am I yeah, yeah. doing? So I put on a robot costume. It was my Halloween costume <sighs> that year. Love it. And my other buddy who's performing with me got like tinfoil and Daisy Dukes and made himself this crazy tinfoil costume. And he picked up the bass guitar, even though it wasn't even plugged in. He like kind of fake played it and then rapped. Like it was this show. It was for a class project. It's such a long story <laughs> that. If you've listened to my podcast, I've already said it a few times probably. But anyway, we came in at it like fun. Like yeah. even like and we ended up building it into a seven person band. We got to open for RJD two. Like it started out as just b- bullshit and it actually became my biggest project I had ever done. Yeah. Um, and that kind of goes back to what I was saying about being authentic with whatever it is you're doing. So it's like you're having fun, but people that translated. People were like, Oh, they're having fun. Like, so this is fun. And so sometimes you do music long enough, it starts to feel like a chore and like, that's no good. So it's like, and you know, some of my stuff, you know, I felt like you just go through ruts. Sometimes it's months, sometimes it's years. And so like, I feel like I'm coming back around to something of like, fuck it, I'm going to have fun with it. And that, that relates, people will kind of gel with that and they'll, they'll pick up the sort of unspoken air about it. They enjoy fun. Like they enjoy fun. 
Yeah, uh, we 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 were a big bar band. That was we would pack bars back in the day. This mm-hmm. was like 2011. Mm. Um, but the bars in, Zan- in Santa Fe, we didn't really tour. We weren't. We were crazy. We could not have taken that show on the road. But we could get it on stage at some local bars, That's and they up. were always packed. And it's because we wore costumes and. Uh, you were saying confetti. We'd blow bubbles. We'd throw yeah, uh, glow yeah. sticks to the crowd. People would never know Just what was like coming. Weird ass shit. We had a smoke machine. Yeah. We got in trouble at one show for doing it because they're like, "Oh, it's gonna turn the sprinklers alarm on." Oh, oh, yeah. so like this I had a yeah. I had a show where props. I shot confetti and the, the mic cut off immediately. And there was like a sound man who was notorious for being like the biggest grump. And he's like, you're going to clean this shit up? Like, there was like eight people there. There was no reason I shot the confetti. It was really, it was really dumb on my part. We <laughs> shot the confetti, and he was like, hey, man, the fucking nerds. It's all over the monitors. So we got to sweep it up. And, like, nobody wanted to laugh, but it was, like, really funny. Um, when props go wrong. When props go wrong. But oh so right. But, but our biggest thing people said, we were fun. And drunk people loved us. <laughs> yeah, and they know like they know what like they can come to your show and be like that was fun. I can't wait to do that again. Yeah, and that's what's important. And like it's not like it you had a relationship with the audience, and it becomes like a community in that respect. And that's that's always like a real, a real blast to do. Yeah, like I ditched the robot suit kind of like when the band was fan- like I didn't want to be like Kiss, you know, like getting if I was like you know just in case you know my rap thing really becomes a viable thing for me and even not even at this point where I'm at now I'm still glad that people aren't like oh why didn't you bring the robot costume yeah so I just wore it a couple times but it kind of became you, like our logo and became kind of our mascot and it just became like then it synonymous became, with and then us. they're like oh and then he's gonna have the robot and then so you have to like evolve it from that so right. people aren't like uh, oh, he's gonna do the robot thing. I'll catch the next show. Like you, they, you keep people on their toes. Well, right? when I went solo, I'm like, I'm not a gimmick. Like, if I'm gonna keep rapping now, yeah, I started as a gimmick, but now if I'm gonna continue this, I want it to be about my skill and my mm. ability. Like, I want to take myself seriously. Not like super, you know. I'm still goofy and stuff, but yeah. but I don't need to wear space pajamas to to rock a mic anymore. And I'm really happy with that. Plus the mask wrapping, hot. It was impossible to breathe on there. No bueno. Oh my! It probably made me a better rapper for it. Anyhow, talk about your next song, I guess. Yeah. All right. Um. So we've been getting into the set. I've been doing um, a, a song during the uh, computer rocker set, uh, a solo one, and I've kind of been toggling between two. Last night I did one called "Need That Food," um, which is about just being hungry. It's just a just a very I just wrote it after one day where I was being really frustrated that I had like one packet of the Trader Joe's macaroni and cheese which really constitutes like as like half a serving but I had it and I was like great I have no money this is the food and then I forgot it at home so I was like I'm going to write this song about it um so that's what I did last night and like it's a good crowd participation one but the other one I've been doing which I really like um which I feel like your listeners might enjoy is called the ooze and the ooze is about um uh being caught up in kind of the toxicity that can be social media and just looking at other people's lives and thinking less of yours and sometimes forgetting like all the good people in your life and all the love that surrounds you you're just trying to match somebody else like I don't have those shoes or like I'm not going to Italy like and then you're really feeling bad about yourself and it's just like wasted energy so it's like songs kind of about my like love hate relationship my hate love relationship with the internet um and 
It's a good fucking song, so you, you, you just don't turn it off right now. Listen to this shit. It's called The Who's. Everybody's moving on to a different plane With a host of new faces to greet them along the way And I watch it, watch them with little regard They're the ones that have been rich in my life Playing a part in my evolution to a better being See, a lot of times I don't wanna be me But I'm gradually overcoming the nastiness of that And if or not I'm wishing I could die a different head But what a shame, that kind of thinking is rude And detrimental to my health, left feeling a fool But these days it seems more than ever It is so, so easy to fall prey to it Really ought to just refrain from finding contentment of the skin and just retrain my mind And what love I have within while I'm keeping A keen eye on previous train Hoping to steal wide and never fall victim again yep. One day I will when the weight'll be gone But some songs they don't give way to resolve No, no Computer Rocker Tour, by the time people hear this, we'll probably be on to leg two of the tour, going through the Midwest and uh, down south and the southeast, and then a New England and Canada tour after that. And um, yeah, so that, that's where we'll be. And I, I guess as far as like wrapping things up... Um, I guess I wanted to reiterate that we're doing this Cold Rhymes label. Um, that uh, So, like, that's what I Alive's record is on. That's what my new record is on. That's what the upcoming Mr. Full Length will be on. And, um, yeah, it's been, like, super exciting to do with these guys. It's been uh, real cool to be on the road and also like working on trying to get this label off the ground. Yeah, it's like, awesome. Yeah, we didn't really even tap into that so much on this. Yeah, it's it's I, it's a somewhat recent development. It's like over the last like I guess really like 2 years it, like um been we've been putting that into motion, but um you have more people involved or right now is it yeah, Well, it, I guess I guess so I've used that as a name for like my own releases for a long time but um over the last 2 years it's been like we've released maybe eight other things um under under cold rhymes other artists yeah yeah oh okay cool. and I mean a lot of them some of them are just like my collection of odds and ends and stuff like that but but like we've put out um 
the Eye Alive. We put out a record, a collection by a guy called Jack Toft. And we got a lot of things coming up for the summer, too. So um, we've been real busy with that. And, um, yeah, it's just been, like, really awesome to be on tour and, like, not by any means to diss any of my previous tour partners, but, like, I I know you've been on the road some, and it's, like, sometimes as the tour can be, like, the subplot of the tour is, like, oh, this guy started smoking again and he doesn't want to smoke, or, like, or, like, oh, his girlfriend is going crazy back home and they're fighting and like i feel like the subplot of the tour is like we're just working non-stop on this label you no know distractions and yeah things. and it, i don't know it's just something where it doesn't it doesn't feel like i'm like going against the grain by like us like playing a show and then we get back to the motel and crack you know crack the laptop and get get moving on this other shit it feels like we're all on on the same page with that you know that's cool. That's yeah. great. What a good. And you're all representing different cities too, so it's not you're not like you know you, you cover a good amount of ground. Which is cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's Absolutely. like our group, we're generally Santa Fe, some Albuquerque, which is cool. I like that too cuz we're representing a space, but totally. but there's something cool to have, be like, "Oh yeah, we got our chapter over here." We got, you know, we got yeah. you know, it's it's just a network that you can really build on. But that's yeah. also being where you are as well is a lot easier to kind of get. Well, I mean, not easy. I mean, I can drive to Albuquerque. That's an hour away. But then Las Cruces is, what, four hours away? Yeah. Phoenix is six hours away. Mm. Uh, Denver, Denver, six hours. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you can't just do, you know, quick quick show. You got to go make a weekend of it or right. whatever. Yeah, yeah. So, but, but it's worth it. Yeah. Uh, all right. Cool. Label. Which I think is tight. Yeah, so there's a lot of stuff coming out. So uh, it's coldrhymesrecords.bandcamp. It's probably the easiest way. Um, there's a subscription, too. It's going that it's $4 a month, but you get all the new releases and um, unreleased stuff. So it's, um, it's to keep the, the, the label afloat. And there's a lot of good stuff coming. Um, Heights done a lot of the production, and there's just, like, a lot of unique people coming out. So I think if you're into some some new tunes that are it's it's a i'm just like i'm really stoked for it it's like i it's hard to put into words about like i feel really good about uh what's coming up for cole rhyme so cole rhymes records.bandcamp and cole rhymes records.com yes yeah yeah ig ig um i'm cool guy bry cool guy bry height underscore keach there you go i got the og just at I Alive on Instagram. Mm. Ooh. You got it. Yeah, I got it. Um, that's nice. I got the OG Willikers too. That's not that. Although a lot of like uh, video game avatars and stuff like that, or screen names, people steal that one yeah, before yeah. I get to. I don't know why. I said. Um, and Twitter. Damn Twitter. I don't use Twitter anyway, but some guy <laughs> has my name. Um, <laughs> what I'll say. Um, I'll say too. Um, for any of the upcoming dates, if you got people in the South or the Midwest or the Northeast or Canada, um, it's com, right? Yeah. Um, and my, I have the site, hey, it's mister.com. The first leg, this leg coming up in June, which will be when you're hearing this, is with Goldzilla and Eddie Logics from Detroit, good friends of mine, really stoked to have them on the road. Killing it.
All right. Um, anything else from you? Um, definitely check out the podcast we're doing too. If oh, you're yeah. into podcasts, you probably are listening to this. But <laughs> I'm kind of the I'm kind of the Jerobi of the yeah. podcast. I'm on it sometimes. That's right. Um, I've been doing it on tour with these guys, but they they do it every week, and it's this cold rhymes podcast. And you can find that on SoundCloud and iTunes and usually all the major Johns, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I got a new podcast. Yes. Ooh. And um, <laughs> one more thing. When I, uh, for the listeners, a fun fact, I was like investigating these New Mexico podcasts and I came up upon yours and started listening and asked you if we could be on it. And you were like, oh, I'm the guy that's playing the show with you. <laughs> like, yeah, it's like small town. Yeah. <laughs> well, at first, yeah, I it thought like, it, I could, at first I thought it was like all connected. But then I was started getting suspicious. Like, you don't know that I'm. Right, right. It's just like I felt crazy because I like was trying to explain in the message that, about this show, like going into detail. I'm like, and it's going to be like this and this. And you're like, no, no, no I'm the person playing. <laughs> <laughs> or I think, yeah, you reached out and you're like, yeah, well, can I be on your podcast? And I was like, oh, yeah, I already listened to your album. I think maybe that's what you might have been like, what? <laughs> right, right, right. It took a while for us to sort it out. Because the first I heard of you was Eliza saying, hey, these yeah. guys are coming. Do you want to like help me do the show? Hell yeah. And then I listened to it. Oh, I listened. I think she gave me your link. Or was the first thing was the new album, and then you know it's like it's not boom bap like boom boom. Right, you know, right it's got right. that going on. So I'm like a little confused, but I'm very intrigued. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you once again for having us. Yeah. yeah. Um, it was a real pleasure to do. Real pleasure playing with Outstanding Citizens Collective last night, and um, we want to go out with a song from our Cold Rhymes sampler that we just put out. Uh, this is the closing posse cut. This is called Work Boots Laced. Spirit animal, being concrete slab with fierce palpable, fist like e yes. That's a nerd shit. I'm on a pia. We on a turf shit, and I don't wanna see ya. Cold rhymes, but only dropping hot sauce. Cold fill rated mist is set to pop off. Being tight, I already showed you the time wave. Computer rocker, gonna bop your head like a migraine. If you speak up, you fuck. Use a mic, go to prison. You ain't about to catch a slipping. Hard times we living. Cold rhymes to mention, eyes hyperin' extension He said so, we gotta move fast, there's mad tension We're not riding the bitch, we're here to straight get it Get some, that's how I spit it, scorching my tongue Let's speak, back it up, I need some air in my lungs They wanna pull the blood, we mix mud, smoking blood, it's all love Coming straight from my chest This is cold rhymes, we say fuck the rest Fuck the rest Fuck the rest, is that endless, effortless microphone manifest? Yeah. Is that endless, effortless microphone manifest? Cold rhyme, slipping in bold time. Six minutes, start going get on, it's showtime. Grab the mic and blow minds. Down in Athens, I got my name wrong. At the world famous, sit through a bunch of lame songs. That magic bomb, Ollie wanna talk shit. Looking like my doggy being told a car trick You get your jollies off the Miley Cyrus And a Montana rhymes You ain't got rap hands, homie, you pantomime Call me Dr. Frankenstein Lemon to a lime, I'm an apple Two for three dollars, Snapple, that's a good deal Busters eat kids meals 
I got more bars than John Tapper. Darko the Super, that odd rapper. I beat up cops like Bronson, Tom Hardy. By the way, I'm available for children's parties. So go the wagons and load up the van again. The usual suspects and shenanigans. The sound we make when we roll through your camp is just a certified thump when we can bump an air map. So tech. Hey, Keach, man, that's my ace. Keep the rhymes all chilly in the work boots lace. Hit every time from here to the Golden Gate. Blue play black coffee, the kid'll be up late. And me, myself, I keep it quick down 95. Half asleep and I probably should have died. I survived, nobody should be surprised that we kept it moving. You can call me and I'm seeing that I'm alive. Think the put them see and I and I alive. Pull this crew out and we're dropping it from the sky. Four to eight inches on your porch, you should forfeit or forfeit. We can winterize your shit. Miller Killer, I'm the king of the road, so let's get to the show.